you know, what do you want to talk about? I mean. Are we on? What? What? I don't know. Where are we going to go for lunch today? Oh, I don't know. I could go for some. Actually, I'm not really hungry. Oh. <laughs> I kind of feel hibachi. Oh, oh you're on. Go. Hibachi? <laughs> hibachi. <laughs> we're on on? No, we're actually recording. Oh. Hi, guys. Welcome. And to... that is the beginning of the Right Life Podcast, guys. Where we are always on top of things <laughs> and on time. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Right Life Podcast. We, we're about to start month two month number two yeah oh wow like we launched this like february 1st didn't we yeah we did so Holy i guess it is cow. so today is month number two for well, everybody no. listening oh it's true <laughs> tomorrow, it's it's march 1st y'all it is march 1st Woohoo! so we made it through one month as podcasters and yeah i think we're we're, we're hanging in there we are hanging in <laughs> by a thread <laughs> oh man so today we're going to talk a little bit about just life decisions and making decisions and kind of big decisions in life and also decisions yeah and just like how tough they can be and especially when you're making a decision that you're making more for the future not necessarily making for right now Uh, that's very true I remember making a lot of those decisions we're walking through one right now which we'll share Um, but before we jump in that we just want to kind of recap the weekend a little bit because we had an awesome weekend we did have an awesome weekend yeah I mean tell them a little bit about what we 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 are Bama fans sorry some of you that are not I'm not sorry (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we got to go down to Tuscaloosa this past weekend and we got to go to gymnastics meet we got to go to baseball games we got to uh, we we had a blast we got to go to a little party i mean it was fun yeah and when he says little party like it was alumni weekend is what it was, it was. Alumni so weekend. so it wasn't just like our typical weekends in tuscaloosa i wasn't sure how much i could say so <laughs> i just just kind of made it sound cool well i think we talked about it maybe on one of our first episodes right but i but but both my sister and i were gymnasts at alabama so we went back for alumni weekend so they have like Tons of festivities planned for the alumni and like right. their spouses and families, which was cool. Because this was blast. this was kind of your first time getting to partic- participate in that stuff. It was right? my first time to participate. Yeah, in all these festivities <laughs> and seeing everybody and how everybody was just so excited to be there and excited to be a part of that program. That was just. It was really cool. Yeah, it's just so special because it's like such a bond and like a you know a sisterhood that it's. I remember at the time, you know, you you would knew people would come back for alumni weekend and there'd be alumni meets and it just was, oh, that's cool. But you don't realize until like later on, you know, 15 years later, how special it really is because not every place does that. And I can tell you what Boomer's favorite part of the whole trip was. You can. uh, Saturday morning, (laughs) we get to play in the gym. So after they do the gymnastics meet Friday night, and then Saturday morning, they open up the like the practice gym for all the alumni and their families to go play. Like a gymnastics gym, guys. Not like a we're not lifting weights. Facility gym, like pits and and trampolines and all the stuff. And of course, I uh, start off slow. And yeah, he did. He paced himself. I paced myself. <laughs> and then I was like, man, I, I could do this. And then Bolt over here is like, dad, try this. Dad, try this. 
And I, then, Dad, I could do this better than you. And then Ooh. I just started trying everything. <laughs> and then people started making fun of me and laughing and said, you're going to be sore. And guess what? I was not really that yeah. sore at Well, all. it's because you paced yourself. You did good. But it was it was true. <laughs> like Towards the end of it, then the husbands all start like trying to like, oh, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to try to keep up or one up the other. So right. I think that's when they close the gym, Barry. They, they appropriately have that plan. Like, yep, at one hour and a half, that's when stuff gets crazy. <laughs> that's when we close down. Close so. the down. Yeah. But then, it, yeah, we got to go to a baseball game. We yeah, had really fun. awesome seats for that. Really awesome so that seats. Was cool. That was so much fun. Oh, yeah, that was a blast. I love baseball. Yeah, that's his That's his sport. And then we got to go to a dinner with all the alumni gymnasts and yeah. everything, and that was so cool mm-hmm. um, again, to meet that, everybody. And, and that was, again, like with spouses, but no kids, and just an awesome evening outside, beautiful setting, and yeah, we had a good time. I had a really good time. But what did you get to do while you were there that kind of sparked this yeah. conversation and kind of what we wanted to talk about? Uh, this subject. What was something that you got to do that was kind of cool about it? You know, one thing I have such a passion for is just young people and kind of just really having those conversations with them. And when I was in the gym on Saturday morning, when the gym was wide open, there were actually a few recruits um, that were there for their official official college visit. So it was their actual official weekend. Um, And so, you know, I got to sit with them and just chat with them and, you know, ask them questions, what they thought about the meet. You know, it was their first time watching a Bama meet. And an Alabama gymnastics meet draws about 13,000 plus fans. So, I mean, we're talking... a lot of people. Yeah, like so (laughs) much excitement that's, you know, in that Coliseum. I mean, it's, it's electric in there. So, you know, they're watching their first Alabama gymnastics meet, maybe their first college meet, or maybe they've been to some smaller um, college meets that, you know, don't have have quite the crowd. Um, and, you know, they're trying to evaluate wh- where do I want to spend my next four years and where what, what do I want to study? Where do, Where's going to be home and um, where do I really fit in and belong? So, you know, just really toying with and, sh- and just c- kind of processing all these questions. Um, and like th- some of that, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, they're making these decisions, which I'd say choosing where you're going to go to college is probably one at this point in your life. It's probably the biggest decision you're ever going to make. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I remember uh, being that age and having to do that. And man, that kind of steers you in the direction that you're going for the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this before. Had like either of us chosen different schools, we maybe wouldn't have met each other. Not that we right. met each other in college. Correct. But he wouldn't have liked me in college anyway. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> But but it's so true. It really you know determines kind of the the pathway for the rest of your life. So these huge decisions that you're making, and this is as you know a hormonal teenager who has just an emotional roller coaster, can't think straight. One day you like this, one day you like that. Plus you have the emotions riding from this you know great competition where you know just the the excitement there. It just kind of skews your perspective and clear thinking. I think sometimes when you get caught up in all that. So, anyways, I was just talking with these girls, asking them, you know, what they want to study and what's important to them when they're choosing a college and. I can also say we know that a lot of times on college visits, other stuff goes on that inhibits your thinking. Right. So, I mean, there's just so much, so much that goes into this. But it just made me think, like, gosh, we have to make some tough decisions in life. And sometimes we don't feel prepared for them. And sometimes we're making a tough decision that, yeah, it's like, you know, you're making it for next year, but you're really making it to determine and impact kind of the rest of your life and the trajectory. Yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people do going to college. Um, Even if they're not going for sports, they're having to make a decision of, all right, I'm going to this college because I want to study this because I think I want to be this. Did you know what you wanted to study when you went to college? 
you're asking the wrong person because I kind of did. Well, see, he's the rarity. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, I am the rarity. I actually knew that I wanted to go into some form of um, music industry because I was passionate about music. But it also, I wanted to play sports as well. And um, so I had a specific school in mind mm-hmm. that I wanted to go to um, for these things. And so we know you went to Belmont. So what what mm-hmm. where, what else was in the picture for you when you were evaluating schools? Well, I, I was evaluating schools because of because of Belmont, and obviously I was also trying to make the decision because of all my friends. That's, mm-hmm. that's a hard decision when you're in yeah. high school, yeah. and all my friends were going to Alabama or Auburn, or um, maybe a couple of them went to Sanford University. Okay. Um, and I mean, as some of you know, I grew up in Alabama, so that's why it was all around there. And then I just really felt like I needed to go to uh, Belmont. And I did do a year of another school, Jacksonville State University here in Alabama before okay. I went to Belmont because I wanted to get some gen eds out of the way and play baseball and stuff like that. And yeah, um, but I knew my my destination was Belmont. Like that was my that place. And it was a hard decision for me yeah. because none of my friends did that. Oh, for and sure. So yeah, obviously you want, of course, making stay new with friends, friends. And so, which mm-hmm. was fine. But it was a, it was a tough decision um, for that. And and um, knowing that what I kind of wanted to do, that, yeah. was, that was a hard decision uh, at a- that time of my life because I also did mission trips as well. I felt like God wanted me to be called into missions just for a specific season of my life. And so I did take a small um, time off of college before I went to Beaumont in between. So after JSU. Yes. Okay. And so that kind of put me in a weird a weird state with sports. But yeah. um, even though I love sports and I love playing them. but Yeah, when you take a year off, it definitely yeah. kind of... They forget about you. Yeah, or well, and it hurts you and, <laughs> and just like your, you. your yep. skill and just yep. everything when you're kind of rusty like that. That makes sense. But yeah, I would definitely say you're probably more so in the minority that knows like what yes. they want to do when they go to college. Yeah, absolutely. I was in the minority um, because I knew what I wanted to do and I still did that. Yeah. Um, I still did that profession after I finished. <laughs> I like that just, just boggles my mind. It's like, yeah. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> So I was definitely in the minority for that. What about you? What was your, like, how was your experience choosing? Because you, you were on the other side of things where I think you were, it was you only visited, for sports. it was only for sports. <laughs> you visited, how many do you get to visit? Three or four? You got to visit five. five. So I took, okay. yeah, five official visits and, and I wasn't dumb, I promise, but I did. I was going completely for, um, for uh, athletics and, you know, could right. have gotten an academic scholarship had that been the no, path but I you wanted, were, like, but it was you, for athletics. You trained so much and you were able to get that academics. I mean, sorry, that... Uh, uh, athletic. Thank you. <laughs> athletic scholarship. And that's yeah. what you got to do. That was so cool. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about it. So that it. was, it is, it was really an exciting part of life. And it's something that I kind of t- talked to these girls about that, like, you will... Ne- you will never be as wanted as you are right now. And I don't Ooh. mean that like in a it's just kind of a reality check. Like I remember being like, oh my gosh, like not trying to be conceited, but like everyone wants you. Like, and when you're getting, I mean, we have a, a, just like a book of, I don't know, 40, 50, you know, college letters and like all, you know, D1 and your UCLA's and your Georgia's and Alabama and Michigan and Iowa and Missouri and Arkansas and Florida and everyone. And it's so flattering. And you're like trying to, and you have to narrow it down to five of where you're like really interested in and you want to visit. Well, of those five, and it's, and it's similar with those five, I'm sure when you got there in the official visits, they kind of rolled out the red carpet for you. Oh, for sure. 
I mean like the people that you get to meet and the places you get to go and where you get to eat and who you get to meet and just everything it they do they roll out the red carpet and so it is it's kind of it again skews your perspective and then it also depended so much like how much fun you had with on a couple of the trips I was there with some of my really good friends they were from other other states but I knew them from competitions so we had a blast together so you could have put us in like I don't know the middle of Alaska, freezing cold, and we would have had an awesome time. Like in an, you know, we just would have. Whereas, so like it just, it, it's hard to again make those tough decisions when there's emotions involved, and they do. They just throw, roll out the red carpet, and I can remember vividly when I, you know, I chose Alabama, um, front runner by far. It wasn't even there was no comparison, and right. chose them, and having to tell the other four schools that I visited. No. Oh, how and did they react? I mean, I mean, they should be professional because they're colleges, right? That's what you would think. And I, and there were some, definitely were, but there were also some that their response and the way they reacted to that, because, you know, of course, they're going to get lots of no's. They're only getting their few yeses that fill scholarships. It just shows true colors. And it really made me go, oh, oh thank God I'm not going there. You know, like, so it's, yeah. um, that was a unique, a unique thing that I wasn't expecting. And that's something I just kind of shared with these girls too, just, just to kind of uh, offer a, hey, I've been there. Right. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy it because this is so exciting. So exciting. You're you're gonna you feel so wanted right now, Mm -hmm. and make the best decision for you. Yes, not not, for other people. Not for other people. That's a good call. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm glad you got to talk to them. Yeah, and and, and express that to them because again, it's nice for other uh, recruits in any sport to hear somebody else's. Uh, opinion that has gone through it. Yeah. And I really try to share that like with them as not being go to Alabama, go to, I mean, I really, honestly, because also who knows how many scholarships are being offered, but, oh, right. but just being able to like say, yeah, think clearly. This is kind of from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. I can tell you my experience here fantastic but it's yeah it's your decision and it has to be the best thing for you because like we've talked about this a lot everyone is so different and the best thing for you know our kids it, or one of them is not going to be the best decision for the other one and mm. same thing with these athletes well I, i'm going to tell you a little bit of another story about one of my hard decisions yeah. it's, it's real quick and it was the decision i think i've told you this before i mean it's it really boils down to how we met and um i was, I was like we are married so <laughs> we when I was out on the road, I was out on the road with a, uh, an artist, uh, Kenny Chesney, for a long time. And when I came off the road with him, I was actually offered um, to go out with uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I remember or, this. This is right around when we met. Yeah. And or KISS. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Almost the same. Almost the same. <laughs> I, and I really had a hard decision with that. And... Um, during that time, I was just trying to figure out what I needed to do with my life and what steered in which direction I really wanted. And I just actually decided to go with neither. And I stayed in Nashville and worked at a gymnastics gym during that time. And we talked about that. It was Let It Shine. Thought- that's a really cute girl in her <laughs> Alabama gear and We sweats. hadn't met yet. Oh, we hadn't oh, met just yet. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, after making that decision, because I wanted to keep doing tour life, um, but I just didn't specifically want to go at that moment. And, and um, so I made the decision to stay back and then work at this gym. And that's actually probably within a couple weeks. If I would have been on the road, we would have never met. Yeah. So that's, I mean, 
But look at that. Like, that's like God has, he just, he knew exactly what was going to happen. Right. He put that in your heart that, nope, now's not a good time. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, really, I can't remember exactly what was going through my head. It mm-hmm. was just a, this is not the right time. This is yeah. not the right thing for you to do, even yeah. though I wanted to. I mean, those are fun, uh, awesome experiences. Yeah, and I got to go back out on the road again. Yeah. And, I and maybe the that's next what it was. The next. It was like, oh, I need a break from the road because I've mm-hmm. been out for a while. And, I and, it, was. and it was. And it was Yeah, it was a recovery because I would have been out for almost six months straight with those. Mm-hmm. So, but wow. that was a big decision. Yeah, I'd say that's a huge <laughs> decision. And you had to turn down both of those. I mean, um, we have lifelong friends at that gym too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're family to us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about them a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, let it shine. Those are, that's our like second family. Yeah. Love those people. And I know we're going through other decisions right now that are, um, that are affecting our family, but specifically our son. Yeah. This has kind of been an interesting one, you know, so our son Bolt was, he has an August birthday. So like, you know, those, he's right there. August birthdays rock. (laughs) So does Boomer, clearly. (laughs) Um, So he's at that, right at that cutoff where he makes it to the grade before so he he basically he qualifies to be the youngest uh, but, uh, but, you know but he's yeah. like in the the younger group so he's he's in 5k and but like he's just like he misses the cutoff by you know two weeks i always say his due date would have had him in, uh, in his due date that's what women always say <laughs> and guys are just strict hey he's born yeah years old i mean i'm not gonna None say that when stuff. he's like you know 18 <laughs> oh but your due date would have had you no anyways <laughs> Anyways, so when we started school, we always kind of had the the plan that we would just like hold him back so that he started right. started 5K at like just turning six. That was kind of always our kindergarten, I guess. Here we call it 5K all the time. Um, that was always our plan. But he has just been he has just really excelled in school and done so well. Cause he, he has. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's doing great. He loves his class. He's academically doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, good, he's fitting awesome in. Awesome friends. Awesome friends. Yeah. Um, and he really, and he really is a leader in his group. You know, mm-hmm. he participates in sports. Like he, he does very well. Um, and it's at the start of the year, we had told the teacher, you know, we're probably going to repeat next year. And you this know, was before we even knew how well he was. Gonna yeah. Do. And this, and she, was kind of like okay, okay we knew that and we had this discussion again and right around i guess before christmas around thanksgiving and it was like you know he doesn't really need to but we can kind of reevaluate and we're kind of at that at that point where we were like you know we he doesn't really need to academically he's doing great but we just feel like to make we right now are faced with a decision or we just were that we need to make a decision that's going to impact his future. And we don't just mean next year. We mean in like five years or when he's in fifth grade or when he's in eighth grade or when he's, you know, going to college. We don't really want him going to college when he's 17, especially as a boy where they oftentimes maybe don't have the same maturity level as girls. Um, Boomer's busy, so he doesn't really care that I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was. <laughs> All these dang phones get in the way. <laughs> Technology, gah. Um But anyways, but we really are like, we're like, you know, if we were making the decision just to impact next year, we probably would move him on, but we're not, we're making the decision for the future. We want him to be, have the confidence. And I think that having that extra year is going to give him the confidence to, and really be able to rise to that leadership capability that he has in him. Um, So even though this is kind of a tough decision, he has great friends. But he's five. He's, he's five. going to make great friends. He's Mr. Extrovert personality. He's going to make friends. So, he is. yeah, he's going to make friends. I mean, for me, it was the sports thing. Yeah, yeah, and that, <laughs> that's that was a big yeah, thing for me. That. Is um, as 
for me, I was actually held back the same same time frame, and I just was able to have that extra year to mature mm-hmm. as a as a male, but also that it gave me time to play my sports and yeah. uh, get an extra year of sports, be one of the older ones in the sports, be a leader in the improve sports, your game. improve your game. And guess what? I loved it. Yeah. And for most kids these days, that's all the time they're going to get playing those sports. It's so true. And it's all the, all the time they have at home with us. <laughs> Although <laughs> later on in life, we might be like, get out of here. Get like, out of here. Why did we keep you out of here? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah. that's really what, I mean, for me, in, in my head from the beginning, for me, it was sports. It was sports. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that I wanted him to be one of the older ones in his class versus one of the younger ones. Yeah. And you know, it's that crazy. Was just, that's personally. And I know yeah. we talked about it a lot. And I love that because Boomer has that perspective where he did it himself. And that's what we did is we talked to people that had walked this before. Yes. You know, other families, some families that were a whole like generation ahead that had walked it, some that were going through it right now, or maybe had have kids that are in like fifth grade now and did that, you know, a few years ago. But that was so important was getting that perspective from other people who have walked this out. Oh, absolutely. And I had friends as well. And we know people that have kids that are kind of like in Pax's age that kept going mm-hmm. and they did great so it was mm-hmm. this was the decision that was best for yes best, best for, for our, best for him and best for our family at this time yeah it's so true and you know what was also interesting is we talked to a few well, we talked to other people teachers um but people everyone said you know we're so glad that we repeated or held them back. Yeah, there was we nobody that ever, ever said. We didn't ever say, we wish we wouldn't we wish have. We, yeah. It was usually, we wish we would have if yeah, they didn't. if so. anything. Yeah. Well, one thing I just want to share before we kind of wrap this up, I just had looked up like just some of the biggest decisions in life. And I just thought this was funny. Starting a new job. We, we did just did that. <laughs> did, Get married. Did well, we were already. We did that. <laughs> um, if you're going to pursue a degree have a child oh we just did that that. um buy a home oh we just did and sold and bought and sold again because we did like twice in a year um (laughs) quit a job or position yeah okay that happened move to a new state and choose where to study those are the biggest decisions in life and we literally checked off all but like choosing a degree or where to study because we and married because we were already all those things wow Kind of crazy. I didn't realize that, actually. Uh, I thought that was really funny because I just looked that up. Okay. So those are some of the big life decisions, y'all. And we know there's a lot of you that are going through that right now. And it could be be one or it could be a couple of those that you're going through. And just know, Mm -hmm. again, we say this all the time, you're not alone. Nope. You know, you have people there that have your back, that want to give you uh, advice. Um, All you got to do is ask. Yep. That's that's it. And talk to people. I think that open communication is so key when you're making these big decisions. Yeah. Have people of to speak wisdom into your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, that that was a good time. Yeah, that was awesome. That looks- I actually got to hear a little bit about you that I didn't know just a little bit. You know, just the recruiting stuff and everything. Huh. That's fun to hear. Oh, well, likewise. Yeah. Look at that. We learned something new about each other. Well, y'all, we hope you guys have the most fantastic day. Happy March 1st, and we can't wait to catch you on Right Life Podcast next time. Remember, tune in Monday through Friday, 2 to 5, to Right Life. Right Right side. Oh, Lordy. Right side radio, (laughs) 2 to 5, with host Phil Williams and Boomers there, too. And Yeah, we just have a good old time. But, guys, thanks again for listening and tuning in this week, and we can't wait to see you next week. Y'all have a blessed day, and we'll see you soon. Roll Tide. Boomer out.